Well, faith and helping others really has been in the forefront of the humanitarian efforts that we have seen in an extraordinary fashion around the world. And front row and center is, of course, the Vatican, also the Order of Malta. And joining us now to talk about the efforts and what is happening on the humanitarian side and the message of peace is Archbishop Gabriel Kasha, and he is the permanent observer of the Holy See to the UN, and also His Excellency Dr. Paul Beresford Hill, the Order of Malta. Um, Archbishop Kasha, let me ask you about how important the role of faith has been, and what role do you think the Vatican could potentially play? I thought it was an extraordinary message when Pope Francis went over to the Russian embassy very early on. Where do you see the role of the Vatican playing now? Father, um, Pope Francis wrote uh, last year a beautiful encyclical letter entitled Fratelli Tutti, which means uh, we are all brothers and sisters, and we belong to the same human family. So I suppose that uh, looking at what is going on now in Ukraine, is suffered because it's not just the killing, but it's the distractions of this spirit of brotherhood, of social friendship, which could be so many beautiful things. So it tried always from the very beginning to talk and to open doors for a dialogue, which is now seems to be impossible, but there will be a moment in which everyone has to come to the table, sit down and recognize that there should be a way out. So the Holy See, the Pope, is stressing three points. First of all, to stop the war, immediate ceasefire. Second, open and respect human corridors, because there are so many children women, elderly, people suffering, people without medicine, without food. He went two days ago in the hospital for children, and there were already children from Ukraine. And he said that he saw a child without arm. Was What the pain, innocent people, young people. So he stressed the third step, there should be a way a human way to find a solution. And yesterday he added that uh, in war there is no victory and that in war everything is lost. And war is nothing else than a self-destructive defeat of humanity. And so he called also all the Christians, but also the people of faith, this coming Friday, the 25th of March, the solemnity of the Annunciation, which is also so dear to the Orthodox churches, for a solemn act of consecration of humanity, especially Russia and Ukraine, to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, so that she, the Queen of Peace, may help us obtain peace. This is the role only God can change the heart of people. And we pray that it will be at work even now. Yes, and, and as you talk about a very pivotal time, 
um, with the, uh, the Feast of the Annunciation. We've seen the message of faith, and we've seen um, many people turning to faith during this very, very dark time that's been happening in the world. Um, I want to ask you, um, Your Excellency Dr. Paul Beresford-Hill, the role of the Order of Malta, because you're an enormous organization and still also have organizations within Russia. It, in many ways, both of you are sort of uniquely qualified to maybe touch the heart, if you will, maybe have some sort of an impact here in a tremendous, tremendous way. Uh, tell us about some of the great efforts that you're doing at this time in your organization um, with the Order of Malta and helping with humanitarian and spiritual and, and also the importance that you are still operating there in Russia. Thank you. Thank you, Rita. Um, it, this has been probably one of the most challenging times since the Second World War for, uh, for humanity. Um, what, what we have observed is a really amazing reaction and response on the part of just ordinary people who want to help, who want to put their faith and their belief in goodness into action. And uh, they do this by volunteering. We have seen um, along the border between Ukraine and European countries like Hungary, Poland, uh, Slovakia, um, other countries along the way, um, we have almost uh, 400,000 volunteers that, that, that we've identified, 400,000 volunteers who are there to help. That's who extraordinary. Are there, who are there to provide support, not only from the Order of Malta, but from numerous other organizations as well, including the Red Cross. And we work very closely with, with all of them to coordinate the service and the help that, that we offer. The thing that amazes me, um, and perhaps it shouldn't really, but but I find it encouraging, is that so many of those volunteers are young people. They they are students, many of them, who have decided to forego uh, the last semester of their college and uh, maybe prolong their graduation until the summer or whatever. They've decided to give their time, their effort, their energy and their heart and soul to helping the less fortunate. What a beautiful message and what an important message, too. Do you also hope by also continuing to operate in your vast network, as you talk about, I mean, that's an enormous network. Do you hope that maybe somehow that message may relate to uh, to the folks in Russia, too, as well, to maybe somehow bring about this message of peace? Well, we have to remember that there are people of faith in Russia also. Tremendously, yes, uh, there are. And, and, and it is a, a very, a, there are so many uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, Russian saints um, and, and, and spiritual advisors and leaders uh, we have an, uh, an Order of Malta um, office in uh, Russia. We have diplomatic relations with uh, the Russian Federation. Uh, and we also have uh, people in uh, Moscow and in St. Petersburg. We run soup kitchens. We run centers for the homeless in Russia. Uh, we do the kind of work there that we do all over the world. Uh, we try and find a need. We try and find an area where our our mission to our citizens, who are the, the forgotten people, where we find the forgotten people and where we work 
to help them and to bring them through into a better life. And we do this in Russia, we do this in Ukraine, we do this all over the world. Clearly, um, Russia is going through a crisis. Uh, and we can only pray, as indeed the Holy Father and Archbishop Katya has said, we can only pray um, that our Blessed Lady and, 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 uh, and the goodness of, of humanity will prevail uh, and that peace and some kind of negotiated settlement will resolve the immediate problem. But for now, while there is suffering, um, I am absolutely certain that there are even more people who want to help alleviate that suffering. Uh, and that in its own way is an expression of faith. And the need is so tremendous, as you've seen, of, as you talk about the offices in Ukraine. Many of us have seen those images, but you're getting firsthand accounts from your many volunteers. How tremendous is the need and the suffering of the Ukrainian people to the vast number of refugees? Indeed. And, you know, there are there are supplementary problems as a, as a consequence of this. And one of the big ones that, that we're dealing with as, as best we can is the issue of human trafficking. Uh, that is a major problem. Even now the United Nations has uh, issued a number of statements uh, from the Secretary General's office uh, alerting the world to the fact that this is something which really does need to be, to be attended to. Uh, when you have, you know, millions of people crossing over borders, uncertain, afraid, scared, many of them, majority, women and children, uh, you have a, a, a prime opportunity for the, the bad guys uh, to want to step in there and exploit the pain and the suffering. Absolutely. Well, bravo to both of you in everything you are doing. And as you talk about, um, you know, there were 10 million, as we know, uh, basically displaced within Ukraine, mm. 3.5 going to different borders and so many people suffering around the world. And uh, wonderful to have both of you. It's a tremendous honor and keep up the beautiful work because uh, faith is so important, especially right now, always. Thank always. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And let us pray for peace. Yes. <laughs> for sure. Thank you. Even those who are listening to us, please do that tomorrow. The Holy Father will perform this act of consecration. 5 o'clock p.m. Rome time, which is uh, noon tomorrow here in the States, and also in St. Patrick's uh, Cathedral in New York, there will be the Cardinal Dolan doing this act of consecration. Please very come. important. Thank you very much. Bless you both. Thank you. Thank you. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com.